Welcome back to another edition of the A-Sun Game Day podcast, the official podcast of A-Sun Conference Athletics. I'm Jordan Griffith, joined by William Hall and Mike DeVader, the spring podcast. Winter's officially done. Oh. Last time it was it was 99% of the way. We were one game away from being done. Still in pre-spring. We are, we are in full spring now. Pre-spring, and now all of a sudden we're in the middle of spring. I don't know how we skipped a part of it to early spring. I mean... But we are. It's it's warm outside. It takes talent to do that. Yeah, I'm starting. I'm, I'm about to start unbutting my collar a little oh, bit. Oh, oh, oh don't do you it. Know? Getting relaxed. Let the heat in. Yeah, yeah. Getting <laughs> getting real. Turn into a deep a deep V neck. Yeah. <laughs> I get that V. As always, we're off to just I mean an incredible start. We got a lot to get into. A lot of important series happened over the past weekend as baseball and softball, but especially softball. We had some upsets in the series of the week or, or one of the series of the week was it your series of the week uh, i mean liberty after see you it was it was it okay was, i mean there, there were two there were series and then plural. the battle of the podcasters yes I mean, one of us came out victorious we don't really need to specify who okay we just we just need to say one of one person won. that's fair yeah. um yes there was an upset in one of our series of the week um either you scored runs or you didn't <laughs> in that series <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you you, you true. did or you didn't. Um, but, you know, uh, FGCU softball, doing something that had, has not been done since the Flames joined the A-Sun. Uh, shut them out. They took the series. It did, I mean, they, Liberty did one, one, what, the third game of the series, I believe, but the first two. Mm-hmm. I'm not a softball are asking, expert. Are you asking? I thought oh. you knew. I mean, you were you're just, not the softball expert. What do you mean? You're the no, lia- just, you're the what I would call the liaison between the contact I, and you. I am a liaison, uh-huh. not an expert. You know, some things I'm an expert of. So due to the some handy, things I just liaise. Re- <laughs> due to the handy dandy internet here, uh-huh. uh, they did lose the last game after CU. So Liberty did take That's the last game three three nothing. They won. So you just scored. Or you didn't. You right? either scored. Or you didn't. One oh five oh three oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think that this was a good. I mean, clearly a good series for FGCU because they because they did win the series. Um, yeah. But just a confidence booster. If if they lacked any confidence, they might not have. I think they're pretty confident down there in Fort Myers with with what they do. So, um, but for me looking at it, I obviously I can say that I did not expect those results. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it could be it could be time. Could it be time? Maybe, okay. maybe it is. Is it? Is it? Is it maybe I mean, it is. Liberty has been the team. Already have more losses in the second series of the season than they did all of last year. One conference loss, and that was the last regular season game yes. of this season. Stetson, right? To Stetson. Stetson got him in. Yeah, yeah. And now we have two losses already. In the second now weekend. they did come on the same day, so it was a doubleheader. So maybe they just caught him on that off day, but that doesn't necessarily happen to Liberty. So this is uncharted waters for Liberty so far, or at least the last couple of years that we've been able to see. I mean, their softball team has been so dominant, mm-hmm. and to see them stumble early to a team in FGCU who is on the rise now, you might be seeing a little bit of that uh, destabilization there toward the top. So you're saying our softball teams have already done something to Liberty softball that our basketball teams couldn't do to FGCU women's basketball. That's a very good comparison, honestly. I, mm. I mean, we were looking at FGCU. I mean, we talked about them every single week. For women's basketball. Who's, gonna get who's going to be? Who's going to be the second best team? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? 
finally someone did that to not liberty only did softball. FGCU not get not, not only did FGCU not get their second women's basketball loss. It took both of those softball wins in the same day. Yeah, it took. Yeah, they took it personal. They don't hear any, any of this. Podcast, they're tired of so us. Yeah, yeah, they're tired of us. us. Yeah, we're the ones. We were on site, and me and you picked against them in front of their face. Yeah, how disrespectful! And they took that personally. I mean, hey. Michael Jordan meme. They went out and took about a twenty point win uh, against Liberty. It was pretty brutal. You you owe Liberty an apology. I owe Liberty an apology for yeah, picking them. No, yeah, because see, but while picking them, you. You, I you revert- made FGCU kind of. You fired I woke up. up the giant. Yes. that's what you're saying. Yeah, mm. you, yeah. Well, I do do know that when I left the arena that night, my rental car was a lot safer than yours guys's was. But, uh, <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> we, we don't need to get into why. That is but, true. No, that is. But I felt more comfortable going out into <laughs> oh, the, into the parking lot. <laughs> How did you say that? Our transportation. Yes, uh, that's a whole story. <laughs> it is whole story we can't, we can't that, we, that we can't get into. Mm-hmm. It would take days. Honestly, if you really want to tell the whole story, it would take days. Um, but that was really my biggest takeaway as well as that Liberty FGCU series. Um, obviously, UCA obviously had an incredible weekend as well. But looking at FGCU, you lose Canna Davis, your leading hitter last year, one of the better power hitters in the A-Sun. But you have other players that have stepped up. Taylor Phila, 343, eight doubles already. Four home runs, 25 RBIs, and then Kaylee Roper, I believe, not number 93, also with 21 RBIs on this team with four home runs. But a name you need to know, Emily Sharilla, 295 batting average right now, but the most impressive thing, as a true freshman, 17 of 18 on the backs. 17 stolen bases already. He's only been caught once. They also have another player by the name of Avery Venikos. Um I'm taking a guess on that one. I'm going to be honest. 14 of 16. Megan Ricks is 11 of 11. This team is six in the nation in swiped bags. They're fast and they're powerful. And again, doing all of this after replacing, having to replace Canada Davis last year, I didn't see this kind of jump from FGCU. Or again, we are beyond early in this conference season, but uh, this is already more than I would have expected in terms of growth from this FGCU squad. Who? So would you say that this... Uh is this more about FGCU taking a step forward, or, or are we are we looking at this and saying maybe Liberty's not? I don't see how, but maybe I can just throw it out there. Is Liberty not Liberty anymore, or is just FGCU no. is just coming with it? I I believe that the league has gotten better. I believe that FGCU is one of those teams. I think Central Arkansas has got better. I think UNA, UNF. I think all of these teams have gotten better yeah. and are starting to catch up a little bit to Liberty. Liberty obviously having postseason success. Uh, I mean should be a team that, I mean, before this series, should be around the rankings every single week. I think that the league has gotten a bit better. And FGCU, again, it was a doubleheader. You, you caught them on a, you possibly caught them on a bad day. Only time will tell if that's the case for, for Liberty softball. But FGCU gets the better of them. And that is a great thing to have on your resume going into postseason. Early on in the season, hey, back in March, we beat these guys twice in a three-game series. Well, I think it's always good to get somebody – two out of three obviously sweeping them like that but early in the conference season you still don't really know who you are I mean you play tough tough schedules the best you can to get ready for conference play but teams really don't settle in until conference mm-hmm. play hits the middle portion you got so much softball left I don't think you could say Liberty's down right now I think they just caught them in a situation they hadn't been in, in a long time and we'll see what happens next I mean it's similar to what's going on in baseball you just you just don't know right now and you see some teams that are really good but 
I mean, the depth could be an issue for a lot of teams moving down the down the line for both baseball and softball. Now, I, I would ask you the same question that you asked me, but you know that's why you asked me now, and you have power rankings to determine these kinds of things. <laughs> I do. I'm I not. Do. I'm not important enough to have those, <laughs> but you guys both are going to have your power rankings later on in the episode. But Liberty falling or FGCU, I'll, I'll phrase it the other way. FGCU taking two of the three against Liberty. Again, if you didn't score, you, you didn't score. Yeah. <laughs> there was n- nothing nothing else about it. If you wanted to win, you had to score in that one. All right. Looking at, I'm going to highlight, before we move on to, to baseball, I want to highlight Central Arkansas as well. I mean, again, one of the podcasters won the series of the week. One of them won. One of them won. Yeah. Them but UNA did not go down without a fight. They didn't because, I mean, I, I look, UNA is UNA. I, I'm, I still feel like their softball team is, is going to be one of the, the – when, when They're going to be there toward the I end. I think they're going to be there towards the end. Uh, that's, that's an early pick. Um, but Central Arkansas, I think, is, is – they're still – They're like, solid. They're they look solid. solid. They're solid. Uh, I mean, they're just – they're solid. I think that's a good word. They're, yeah. they're fast. They have one of the most dangerous pitching staffs. Two of their pitchers are in the top three in the A-Sun in strikeouts. That'll do it. What, what, that will do it. But where, where, how are we feeling about Jacksonville State? That's, that's a loaded question. Is it, is it loaded? Let's look at their schedule. I mean, uh, well, well, I think last week I had them just on the outside of – Make the championship due to that pitching aspect that they also carry. I mean, six and zero. I mean, they did get they did get, get Bellman, but I I'm pretty sure who who they opened up against. Jacksonville State. Yeah. Opened up against North Alabama. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So you knew it. I you just were it. setting the you're baiting the trap. I'm a softball liaison. Eight, I know these things. They run ruled them in the six eight zero five one and then an eight four win on Sunday. And then 10-1 against Bellarmine, then 6-0, and then 14-4. They only played five innings on Sunday. So, mm-hmm. yeah. They're there. They're, 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 I they're, mean, they're on 100% in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, they're, they're our only uh, undefeated team right now. UCA did lose that one to, you know, to UNA, so they, they feel out of the undefeated talk. But, mm-hmm. but now we've got JSU riding the wave. How, how long, and they keep it going? Possibly. I mean, there are legitimately about five or six teams that I could rationally see in the title game right now, early on in the season. Who knows? Maybe that might be another team that sneaks into there as well. So, all right, Mike, let's move on to baseball. What were some of your biggest takeaways from this last weekend? Well, I just think that already you've kind of seen the standings kind of flip itself on its head based on what we saw in the first week. Um, Obviously, offense has been the name of the game for a lot of our teams and specifically some teams down in Florida that we're going to talk about here shortly as well. But look who's at the top of the standing. It's, it's not the team that's ranked in the top 20 in, in the nation. It's Jacksonville State who had mm-hmm. a really hard start to the season. They've had to overcome a lot of things on the field. The record's not as as pretty as some of these other teams already in our in our league, but their conference record is as perfect as you can get at six and zero. And I want to see what they have moving forward because there's some teams right behind them that 
I want to see how they match up. Because the pitching, I think it can do well for Jacksonville State. But what can they do offensively to continue to stay in that battle for the postseason berth, potentially in the top uh, pool in the postseason? Because you, you know who's right behind them in FGCU. Jacksonville, my goodness, what, what a story they went on. Yeah. Uh, with Mr. Armstrong here, Chris Armstrong, over the last week. Uh, and then you look at poor UCA. They were 3-0 and just this last week. They were undefeated at the top of the standings, and they ran into Chris Armstrong. Who would That's them? basically all you can say is they <laughs> ran into Chris Armstrong. And I don't know how he didn't get walked after the first couple home runs anyway. Yeah, but that, at some point you got to say. I, mean, I don't care uh, if the base is loaded. You're, you're going to first. And, I mean <laughs> – Lucky for us, we got we got some national awards with Chris Armstrong doing doing some damage, but it's at UCA's expense. They're at three and three. We got some teams that started slow that are now back up towards the upper half of the of the standings lineup here in Lipscomb and Stetson's still playing well. Jacksonville's right behind FGCU, like we talked about. And I just don't know about Kennesaw State yet. I just don't don't know how I feel about the young team. I don't know if they'll be Look able to me. put it together and. I'm still excited about everything because it's just so wide open. There's there's a couple offensive teams that we're gonna are gonna face off against each other this weekend, and uh, that's gonna be exciting. But here in this next couple weekends, we got we got non-conference going on right now when we're recording this on Tuesday, so that's not gonna do anything for our standings in the A Sun. But there's some exciting couple weekends coming up that could potentially uh, divide our standings like like we kind of saw in. Our women's basketball, where you had kind of an upper four, middle portion fighting to get in that that upper section, and then the teams that unfortunately have to play the teams that are on fire right now at the bottom. Who would be your upper four if that happened? Who well, I mean, I don't know if we're revealing power I mean, rankings I, right yeah, now. You got so. the power rankings. Is that a power ranking question? So. Oh, I'll ask you then. I mean, yeah. How about you ask me? Because uh, again, this is uh. Because if I have somebody one two three four, that would essentially be. Uh, See, I would have just. Or do you want me? Yeah, I'd give a list. Here's, here's, a, cluster, the power here's a cluster of teams that may or may not be. Yeah, I'd give you like eight options. These might be. <laughs> Could be. Might be. I mean, I, I'll go. I, I know the standings might say different. I will go Jacksonville number one. Really? I would. When you say number one, you mean your first of the four? Or you you mean like number one, number one? Both. Yeah, they're the first they're, team you're the name. Top, they're the top, and they're team. the top team. Yes, really. If we're going with the top, my top four. Um, now, if, if is this what I think throughout the season, or is this right now? This is if 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 there were four teams that separate themselves, like we saw in women's basketball. Okay, I still think Jacksonville is going to be the number one team. I had them in the final. I have them winning the whole thing. Okay. So we're forecasting at the end of the last couple of weeks of the season. Who are the four that are? Ready yeah, to solidify the final four. themselves, basically. I will, I will go with FGCU. Mm-hmm. I am believing in them. It does get tough. Um, do I buy into Jack State this early? I don't yet. I do believe Liberty will be in the final four. They are three and three. But I do believe that they will be there in the end. Mm-hmm. Man, it does. It, man, it gets really tough. I've been, I've been, no, no, FGCU, Jacksonville. You said Jack State. Are you, are you, I said I'm not going with Jackson. Oh, you're not. Okay, no, no. all right. So you, you got FGCU, Jacksonville, Liberty right yeah, now. Liberty. He's not all in yet. It's a little too I early am, for Jacksonville. I've State. been impressed with Austin P so far. Not enough to put him there. I will go. I will probably go with North Florida. 
North Florida's had a really good offense as well. They've been hitting a lot of home runs. They had just this last weekend a couple walk-off home runs. I think they had three in one one week or something. So I left out Lipscomb, left out Jacksonville State, and Kennesaw State. What about Stetson? I left out Stetson. I mean, I know you left them out, but why? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. There's a not yet category. Well, listen, I only have four teams here. Right. I, I, did, I, did. I limited you to only yes. four. Yes. You believe in you're – the, you're the Stetson guy this year. I am the Stetson guy. You're the Stetson guy in basketball season. I was. Is, is, are the Hatters your bandwagon? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I went too far. He I'm went, sorry. Yeah, I apologize. He, he overstepped a little bit. I apologize. I, I, I'm not bandwagoning, but uh, that's a that's, – hey, that's a solid four. Yes. Yeah. Those, uh, those, cool. those would be my four, so – I mean, we'll, we'll let Mike get to it as we get to our power rankings later on. But uh, my takeaway, obviously, Chris Armstrong is is a baseball god. I mean, there's no other way of putting it. What he did this weekend is unprecedented in the A-Sun. Six home runs over eight at-bats against Central Arkansas. Eight total on the week, if you want to count the Dartmouth game as well. Two three-home run games against Central Arkansas. And I think the most impressive stat, uh, again, I'm pat myself a little on the back here. This was the one guy highlighted last week in last week's episode. I got lucky with that one. He went off in a in a tangent unlike we've ever seen in <laughs> baseball history. Right, right. He had 12 homers in 308 at-bats at Florida. Over four years, he had 12 home runs. He hit eight in less than a week. <laughs> eight home runs. Uh, I mean, he, he calls it an out-of-body out of experience, and I – have to agree with that 13 for 21 24 rbis his 46 rbis lead the nation right now his week that he had are most people's seasons chris armstrong i mean uh, celebrate however man you deserve it you deserve it what a week and he did he did and ironically he didn't home run he didn't hit a homer against florida but they did split the series against number six florida earlier his former team former team he had a little revenge on they won 10 to 8 in the second game on the road in gainesville he did have an rbi but it was a measly single so i mean he yeah for him that's nothing he obviously he he obviously knew that he hadn't done very well so he had to unfortunately take it out on the bears measly single rbi single that's what it was. Just imagine. He almost had 24 of those in one week, literally. And 24 RBIs. I think it was that, determined that, to make my, incredible. my, my uh, championship final pick look, look bad. I think that was all Stetson that was. Central Arkansas? I, it just, he just decided. He heard it. He heard it. And I think I did this. I, I, I pulled a U and motivated With somebody. FGC, to just, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He just was like, look, forget the team doing it. I'm going to do it myself. Hey, man. Happens to the best of us, clearly. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I mean, it's good for us overall, but he just made me look bad. Chris Armstrong, uh, obviously the front runner for player of the year early on into the season after a week that we'll talk about probably for a long time. I mean, it is very Josh Hatcher-esque, much better than Josh Hatcher's National Player of the Week win. Last year, we hit two singles in the same week. This was the same player I compared him to last episode. Mm-hmm. A four-year starter didn't get a ton of at-bats at his big Power 5 school. Uh, a team that wins national championships comes to the a sun and does this i mean i also didn't know he's a switch hitter hit it for both sides and as scott manzi very well said you know he'll hit it next one with his eyes closed that's really what it feels like for the next time up as armstrong uh, comes up to the plate number 34 for ju that guy's something different i honestly didn't know that as well when we were going through some of the highlights and trying to clip everything up to kind of put something together for him and then all of a sudden what if he's what if he's not a switch hitter 
but he's just bored. <laughs> he li- have we considered so he, this? He, he literally pulled like a what was that? Larry Walker did that in the All Star game, where he just like he just flipped it, just, on the just, right. Just, just, he's like, hey, just th- just throw it, man. Just My, throw- Michael Jordan hits free throws with his eyes closed, and now yeah, watch this. Hit home runs with your eyes closed from uh, you're like left handed, and you're not even left handed, right handed, whichever. He's like, yeah, that was the first swing I've ever done. <laughs> in my life. No practice, no four hundred, probably to dead center or something yeah. like that. But he is incredible. And that will do it for the first half of this podcast. On the other side, we will get to our A-Sun Series of the Week. Welcome back to the A-Sun Game Day podcast. Again, Jordan Griffith, William Hall, Mike DeVader. It's time to break down our series of the week. Our last series of the week, you know, caused a lot of commotion here within the internal A-Sun Game yeah, Day podcast. Yeah, was internal commotion. It was internal. Uh, zero external factors. But uh, you came out on top. Credit to you. Now, what are we going to disagree on this week? Uh, the question is, do I pick one or do I go with series? Uh... <sighs> I don't know. Let's see if I disagree because that, that's really what it came. It boiled down to. Yeah, last you felt like there was a better one. I felt like there yeah, was so, a better and one. Somehow that turned into us picking, and yeah. it turned into me winning. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I took it too far. I wouldn't say winning. I would say you know. All right. Well, you know, I, I, my choice. I would say winning. Actually, what I, okay. All right. As a, as a softball liaison um, <laughs> that I am, I'm going Kennesaw State at Liberty. Wow. As a series of the week. All right, you got a fight on your hands because I disagree. <laughs> where you were? Let me let me see if I can think where you were going. Yeah, I, I I'm assuming you're going to the six and zero team. I am hosting UNF. I am. See again, we we we, we disagree, but we're on the same because I, I I know where you going. We're in the same ballpark. I I think you know? that Liberty back at home. They're coming off, you know the. Series lost to FGCU. They did win the last game uh, of that series. I think KSU Liberty have well before last year. They have history. I think that was the history. I think last year started the KSU. You know, wasn't the KSU that they had been prior to that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think they've got a lot of a lot of momentum coming in. Uh, It's just coming off that series win against Eastern Kentucky. Um, This may be one of those. Like an FGCU, a, a confidence booster. I mean, you just won this series here. You're coming in, going on the road to take Liberty. It's leaned Liberty. I don't think it's leaned as Liberty as much as the FGCU Liberty uh, series had leaned Liberty. Um, but I think that from a series of the week, I think that's an interesting one to see how Liberty responds and how Kennesaw State can put, potentially keep this momentum they've got going. I think that – the sub-series or the other series or the B-series of the week, uh, whatever word you want to use. Uh-huh. Um, JSU-UNF, I think it's about JSU. I, I, I'm curious to see if they can keep it going. Uh, and then UNF, they had a kind of a, a – not kind of, they had a rough start uh, to, to conference play. Um, so can they get it going? Is this a chance of, of them kind of getting some momentum at the expense of – JSU coming off, obviously they played North Alabama, Bellarmine. There's a difference in the competition between those those two series. So you've got North Florida coming in, runner up mm-hmm. to UNF. Um, 
So I could see how that could be a, a compelling series. Just I, I, my my thing would be more is it to me? I'm looking at that as JSU keeping it going. Yeah, that's what interests me. That's why I would pick Jacksonville State in North Florida over Kennesaw State and Liberty because Kennesaw State, I think, in those three games against EKU, struggled to put EKU away. And I think against a team like Liberty, mm. that's not going to be a great quality to have. Could they turn it around? I'm not sure. Kennesaw State is very injured for right now and probably for the rest of the season. They have some major injuries that they're going to have to overcome. Uh, I don't know how much the FGCU series means in the grand scheme of things to liberty we're going to find that out against kennesaw state so that is definitely the biggest question on my line for that one i am more interested is jacksonville state for real mm-hmm. i would bet that north florida wins this this series two to one i don't think anyone's going to sweep the other i think north florida has too much talent to go down to jacksonville state in this series i think the history of them uh, being what they've been the last couple of years, being in the finals last year, having the most lethal staff in the A-Sun. I think that's going to bleed into a series like this, proven team with proven success. I, I think UNF takes this series, and that's my series of the week. Are you on the other side of the argument? We can do this whole podcast battle of the week every week. Yeah, we could. We could. I think that, you know, I'm switching. You sold me. Okay. Because I think I just looked at that as KSU Liberty – got caught up a little bit you know if i would i would lean ksu liberty later in this season if kennesaw state has proven that they can overcome certain things um but i think the kennesaw state liberty story is more about liberty than kennesaw state true and i think that jsu unf you could like you just did you could lay it out for both sides is jsu for real six and oh they keep it rolling at home unf slow start to conference play can they get it going? A team that's—I mean, you look at their lineup. They should be good. Yes. I think they will They're be there. good. So, yes. okay, you've done it. You've, All right, you've, you've wow. changed my mind. Wow. I think you still miss men's basketball a little bit too. I think that might have mm, subconsciously okay, played into it back around. Oh, yeah. played into oh. that a little bit. Yes, you want yeah. some fond you want memories. An, <laughs> you want another <laughs> round yeah. of the KSU Liberty matchup. That's, that's a great point there. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Connecting those dots. Yeah. We'll kick it back to you. Stay hot, Mike. What do you got for a series well, of the week? It's all about listening and making good decisions and <laughs> connecting the dots on that one. So it's it's uh, interesting when looking at baseball here. I think it's a pretty, pretty outstanding matchup that I'm going to do with the series of the week. I don't have anybody to, to barter with on mine, or I don't have two options I can it's, choose. It's pretty slam dunk. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah. I, I, yeah I know where you're going. And now, and now it's like me going back to women's basketball because now it's uh, going back to Fort Myers, Florida. Oh. We got – I thought you were going. No, it's, it's not that. Because it... that wouldn't make sense because they've already played. Yeah, but uh, true. Anyway, back to the regular scheduled program here of our actual <laughs> series of the week for baseball. And that's going to be power on power, strength against strength, and that's going to be FGCU hosting Jacksonville – Jacksonville back-to-back weeks, just based on schedule, they're in the series of the week. But you're going to have the two perhaps most powerful teams going at each other, and we already got the script. FGCU's got ESPN Plus coming to town this weekend. <laughs> is is that for is, is that coincidence? I don't know. I mean, this this is like WWE script writing right here. You, <laughs> got, you got ESPN Plus coming to town. 
You got the town. You got Chris Armstrong rolling in all by himself. He's coming off the bus first, just asking where the batting cage is at to to do some damage. FGCU's twenty one and four, sixteenth in the country. Jacksonville eighteen and eight, four and two. We're just gonna have to go through some of these real quick because when you look at RBIs, obviously when you do twenty four RBIs in one week, you're gonna separate yourselves from the group. So just in the top five of RBIs, 46, 34, 33, 31, 30. So five guys, 30 more RBIs. One of them is Mr. Armstrong at 46. The other four right behind him are FGCU. Yeah. So you got four guys in the top five that are all FGCU, 30 or more RBIs from each of those. You're telling me half of their lineup almost has 30 RBIs already? I mean, it helps when what? They put, what, 56 on North Alabama, unfortunately, for, for, for North Alabama this mm. last weekend. Yeah, they did. They did. Football scores, 28-7. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everybody, hopefully everybody's okay with that situation with no power and everything they've been dealing with down there. But, man, 28-7, to seven, then putting it on them a couple more times. FGCU could put up the runs. Who can help Chris Armstrong out? Because, obviously, they're going to have to come up with a plan to try to neutralize him. But – you got these two offensive teams that up and down the lineup, FGCU is powerful, preseason player of the year. Figueredo is still right there in the middle of everything. He's going to have something to say about the player of the year. I mean, FGCU is top 15 in numerous categories offensively, and I'm just really excited to see what this matchup does early in the season because you got the hype, you got the power, everybody loves the power. Maybe it's the opposite side of this right now, and what are the pitching staffs going to do to settle these guys down? Because that actually could be the key. Hey, for me, that was my my finals prediction. So I'm getting I'm getting an early finals prediction preview. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see we'll see if that we'll ends see, up. Uh, but the uh, state of Florida playing well. You gonna you gonna you gonna pick a pick a side in that? Yeah. Who? Jacksonville. Jacksonville is going to stay hot again. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of sweeps this weekend. Um, with either sport, I'm going with Jacksonville 2-1. I think they probably take the first two and probably drop Sunday. You know what's even crazier real quick is you see all this power and you kind of see why uh, Jacksonville is able to do what they're doing, perhaps what Chris Armstrong is able to do. They're number one in the conference in walks on offense. Mm. So when you're able to force those pitchers to give you what you want, you're going to get eight home runs, 24 RBIs in one week. Yeah. like I mean, even if you should be getting walked the last seven at-bats, it's, it's still how it is. But, I mean, when you're doing the right things and forcing those opposing pitchers to not do what they want to do and stretch out their pitch count, you can pretty much put that ball on a tee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, old Earl Weaver, just sit back and wait for that three-run homer. And when you're getting two walks and then Chris Armstrong bomb, it, it seems like it's a pretty easily winning formula. Uh, for Jacksonville so far. All right, Mike, let's keep it on baseball. It's time for the power rankings. Who do you got? All right, so this is uh, headed into week three here of baseball conference season for A-Sun Baseball. Once again, friendly reminder and listener and viewer discretion that this is not the standings. These are the power rankings, and you have the power to change them at any, any moment in time. Maybe they any, should be Any standings. day they can change. Otherwise, they would be called the Maybe. baseball standings and not the baseball power rankings. But starting from the top. Maybe we should make the standings off opinion. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> On the website? <laughs> this is, yeah. This uh, is how we feel today. People would be so confused. 
How's the how's the six? You go from first to last, and then sixteen oh two. Depending on our mood. (laughs) But uh, starting from the bottom, excuse me. With uh, unfortunately going to be UCA, they they find themselves in seventh place right now. Not necessarily what they had to go through because they ran into a buzzsaw with Jacksonville. They're at seven. I think Lipscomb is about to uh, hit their stride a little bit. They're four and two. They're sixth overall. We talked a little bit about North Florida and some of their power that they possess. Had a few walk-offs over the last couple weeks, so they're doing well. They're at number five. Here's Stetson coming in at four because they have a a good balance on both the pitching side and hitting side in the batter's box. I have Jacksonville at number three. And the reason I have Jacksonville at number three at this moment is Mm. I cannot – I understand everything I'm talking about. I understand the matchup and the series of the week that I'm looking forward to. And I understand what Chris Armstrong brings, not only at the A-Sun level, but nationally right now with how dominant he is. But I can't overlook or, I guess, so to speak, punish Jacksonville State right now. Do I necessarily believe that Jacksonville State is better than them? I don't think that that that's true right now. I think Jacksonville is probably playing a little better than them right now. But with them being 6-0 ahead of everyone else, winning the games that they're supposed to win, having the big upset against Ole Miss that we talked about last week. I think that puts them at number two until this series is played out between FGCU and Jacksonville. That could change a little bit of where we stand right now. The Gamecocks, do they continue to win? They're not going to fall. So I think you have them at number two in a solid position with uh, one and three up for grabs. Potentially those three spots kind of move this next week. Because number one right now heading into this series of the week is the 16th-ranked Eagles of FGCU. Hmm. That's okay. Unlike a certain fan base that we've talked about, the difference between one and three isn't that concerning to me. Because that all means that you're playing for a championship at Pule. What if yes. you're fourth? Huh? What if you're fourth? You're still playing uh, for a championship. I would have more problem with four. Okay. But Four does put you in a tough position, but you're still playing for the championship. I'm not going to complain because I I think you have to keep FGCU at one, especially if you've had them at one, and Jacksonville State. You you know, like you said, you can't be punished for winning. Uh, Now, I think it does matter how you win, and but Jack Jacksonville does have the two losses on the resume, so I I got no I got no complaints. No complaints. Mine would be different, but I can't. I can't. I'm watching. I'm watching Austin P too. They could be moving up into that top portion because they really put a scare into Liberty on the road, Mm -hmm. first time they ever played. So that was impressive as well. They certainly look to be competitive. All the Mountain Dew that they're drinking over there. So Mm -hmm. that's what's getting them going. He's he's getting those likes up. That Mountain (laughs) Mountain Dew got his own Twitter account. (laughs) Really? Uh, I don't know. It might might be here soon. (laughs) The Mountain Dew. He could could be walking up to the Empire all by himself. Here's the card, Blue. All right, softball power rankings. What do you got? That's not true, though. The softball really hurts. It ain't soft. It's not. It's it's harder than the baseball. I don't get that. <laughs> Random facts. Yeah. Right <laughs> Frauds. Frauds. All right. Number seven. We go reverse. Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> the Dolphins. At six, I have Kennesaw State. Both those teams have played their way in. Big to, weekends to the for power them. Ring, mm-hmm. Power rankings. And five is Austin P. Number four, the Liberty Flames coming in at number four. All the way at number four. Wow. I mean. You'll hear about this one. Uh, well, hey, hey, 
You did lose a series. It's a power ranking week to week. You lost, and the two losses you didn't score. I can't believe you get paid to talk about this. Yeah, I'm just, I'm an idiot, but I just, you know. Yeah, I, this is literally all you do, and this is what happens? Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I watched some softball. I saw one team score. I saw another team not score. And then I heard it was. Twice, and then twi- two more times. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. So, you know, number three is FGCU, the team that scored the first two times. So that's where I'm at right now. Okay. It could, it could change. That's what I'm feeling. Number two. Six and zero, Jacksonville State. Number one. It's just how I'm feeling. I, I know. I know it hurts. Doesn't hurt me. I'm okay. Are you all right? Not so. having North Alabama in there. I, they are one and five. I do understand it, but I think they're. I, I. They they can't be powerful at one and five right now. I understand. Now, in the end, yeah, I, I feel like But we all know. Back in our mind, we all know. It, it, you know? Yeah, but right now, I understand. Central Arkansas, because I do feel like North Alabama is a good team, despite the record. And I know we Tough we had so that far. conversation about, you know, in basketball. I mean, it's, it's the same in all sports. You have that at, at that point where this team's uh, record, don't let it fool you. So Central Arkansas, I think, is better than North Alabama. But it was 2-1. It wasn't like they just, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, yeah, you and know, I, I won't do this. I give it. I get two more versions of this. Before you see Before North they'll... Alabama back in there? Yeah, they're not yeah. gonna they won't they won't be out there. Right. Yeah. So And yeah, I mean you can't I don't think you can argue with Central Arkansas being number one right now. Not right now. They um, are lethal. Not right now. I mean we'll 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 see. It'll play itself out, but and I and I didn't wanna uh the FGC Liberty played out wh- where it is, uh, and I guess kind of similar to, to Mike I didn't want to punish Jacksonville State. Mm-hmm. They're winning. I mean, you, you Man, play who you same, play. The same school on both yeah. sides. It's the same school on both sides. Six and zero. Having a good the, spring. The bats are swinging the best in Jacksonville, Alabama, yeah. right now. Today, okay, as we speak. Those are our power rankings and locked in. Hey, this is the the power of being uh, live and having power with a computer right here. I don't know if this ever happened before. Uh, I, I know it's not going to be live when this actually airs, but we got we got more breaking news right now. Oh, back to baseball. Back to Chris Armstrong. While we were while I was wrapping up, I just got emailed that the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association at CBWA named Mr. Armstrong the National Hitter of the Week. There you go. Another accolade to add on to Armstrong's already incredible trophy case just from this week alone so i mean there's some breaking news that it's already broke by the time you hear this but look at this we're, yeah, that, we're evolving that is awesome stuff look, we just, we're was, evolving it's just like we got the we're baseball doing. version of adam Schefter just told us what's going yeah. on and hey here we go we yeah. just announced it live on the air right there so. it's like we're doing the live version here at hq incredible all right boys what you got something to say <laughs> you got the league looked at me like you got a problem <laughs> No, no, no. It came out as, as very <laughs> confrontational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got something to say? No, I don't. I said good day, sir. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this thing up. It's time. It's oh, trivia no, time. Please. Yeah, I know. Mark's still looking <laughs> for his first win. <laughs> William has five. I have three. Mike, again, I'm still like looking. I'm the opposite version of baseball and softball <laughs> Jacksonville State. I'm being punished for losing. Oh, We're going to do this again next week. <laughs> yeah, great. All right, this is a quick one. 
I still can't believe I won the first one. God. You won the first one and What year was that? that <laughs> 22. <laughs> All right. Our trivia question for this week. Bubble wrap was originally used as what? This is I should have clarified when it was first invented. It was used as what a airbags B wallpaper C food packing or D shower curtains. Again, William Hall with a massive lead two over me and Mike still looking to start the comeback. Fasika, do you have a thought? Sit, sitting by the camera. Wow, I wasn't paying attention. The last time I kick it to you. Our executive producer and I am paying attention. He's busy doing that. Wow. Sending messages that don't make any sense. Sweet. Any thoughts, fellas? Picks. Um, Anything. I got one that's out. out What's what's out? To me? Yeah. I don't know. Mike Mike might be leaning this way, and then when I say it, he's going to be like, I don't want to have it conflicted because I think I I Mm. talk too much. Throw it throws him off. We yeah. might have to start writing these answers down because I, th- I think we do this to each other on purpose. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should just start like chatting our answers to you. <laughs> maybe. You might have to. Fasika uh, is going with B. Don't know the question. What was B? She wow. doesn't even know the question. So she just went with a random. She, she well, just said so B. You know, B. Wallpaper. If she's writing, she doesn't do that in the Airbags, wallpaper. Wallpaper, food packing, or shower curtains. Wallpaper. You're going wall- with wallpaper as well. I'm going with Fasika. She's a genius. Okay. She's a savant. <laughs> Trivia champ. Mike DeVader. <laughs> the doldrums day and time is here. And uh, airbags make sense because it's funny because they have air, obviously. But uh, <laughs> we're going to go with food, with, with food packing and go from there because you're trying to – I don't know where this is going. I, I, usually, <laughs> I, I usually make uh, – good analogies in my head and then I back up on the right answer to pick the wrong one so we're gonna go with one that doesn't really make sense to me besides shower curtains but don't tell me it's shower curtains we're gonna see food packing locked in both answers locked and you're not even giving a reason behind you're just saying that Fasika's right yeah I'm just going with her sweet and she if, she, if she's right and she didn't like... know the question and she wrote it on her phone <laughs> it's, it's bad news for me she just sent me 75 question marks alright locked again Last last time, we locked. Mm-hmm. We're locked. We're locked. I don't know what they're hanging food, uh, bubble wrap for shower curtains with. So. Well, they're so light. Yeah, that that couldn't work. Airbags. Airbags was the one I was gonna kick out. Like, that was the one that made no sense to me at all, honestly. Okay, it's B or C. <sighs> I'm just gonna cry. Willem, you are the luckiest man on earth because <laughs> B is correct. <laughs> Another one. These people. DJ Khaled. The ugliest <sighs> wallpaper of all time. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. So, I don't know how you do it, but you pull it out every week. I every mean, week. It's just it's it's a it's a skill, it's a talent, you know. Um Cheetah. <laughs> copied off somebody else's test. I mean, she just threw it out there and I was like, you know, what's B? Whatever B did was. You, t- did you look it up? No. She I just guessed. Know what the question is. Oh, that's Dude. right. Yeah, she, she couldn't have looked because she doesn't know what it is, so are you s- she didn't know anything. She just that's, guessed B. That's literally why I told you what I said about it. If she gets this right, she didn't know the answer. 
Oh, you weren't actually picking it. She didn't know the question. Yeah, you find you, you followed a blind guess. Hundred percent blind. Like not only did she not know the question, she didn't know the answer. She picked a letter. And I mean, one of four, and she got it. And, and so did you. And normally, it's supposed to be when in doubt, pick, pick C, and that's not true. It's not what happened. Yep. Well, uh, well, you know. The odds were in my favor. A blind pick is going to end the episode. I must sacrifice myself so others may live. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it here on the Ace Sun Game Day Podcast. Jordan Griffith, William Hall, Mike DeVader. We will see you all next week. Peace. <laughs>